Hey there, welcome to the episode 21 of the Feminine Uncut podcast. Today is going to be super fun and interesting at the same time as we're gonna try to answer the 10 most Google questions about sex and sexuality. Joanna did the legwork and identified the questions, if you can imagine, and it took a lot of hours. No, I'm joking. And what we're going to do is actually try to come up with answers inspired both by my professional experience as a life coach, but also by our personal experience. So if you're here for the first time, I'm Juana, founder of thefeminine.com, an online platform dedicated to women all over the world, and our mission revolves around a totally new paradigm of self-care, a more grounded, whole, spiritual experience and perspective on self-care. And at The Feminine, we believe that once acknowledged and included in your daily life, the feminine principle, along with the feminine values, can totally shift the way you live, the way you love, and the way you work. I've been a life coach my entire life, actually, <laughs> but my, my entire adult life. And uh, for the last eight years, I have devoted my life to empowering women to trust our voices, follow our hearts, and embrace all that the womanhood can bring. The feminine is the embodiment of my coaching methods. It's my body of work, the tried and tested practices, uh, rituals and exercises coming both from the ancient feminine exploration and also from the modern day. And our intention in the platform and in all our programs and into the sacred circle of our community is to empower women to fully know who they are around many important topics like self-care, sensuality, sexuality, intimacy, passion, true voice, gifts, career, leadership, everything in between, men included. <laughs> we have a lot to share with you and we're very, very happy and excited that more and more questions are coming from our listeners to us and we try to take as much of the questions in our podcast and really answer them wholeheartedly. And uh, we're going to jump now to the topic we have today. And we want to really dive into sex. We discovered that sex is a very important thing in, you know, on the planet. And we really want to take our uh, take on it. So Yana googled this amazing 10 questions most thought, most wanted, most desired questions around sex. And I'm going to actually let her uh, tell you all about them. So hi, Joanna. Hi, Juana. Hi, everyone. Actually, the questions it's important to mention are Googled by both men and women. It's not something only women look for or search or Google. I actually went through this process because I was really willing to make this podcast and not only this podcast, everything we do at The Feminine as, as relatable as possible. And I was really curious, what are people curious about when it comes to sexuality and sensuality? And it's amazing. The questions don't uh, get fooled by the simplicity of the questions. It happened to me. I just, oh my God, this is so busy. How can somebody actually Google that? But giving it a second thought, they're actually very deep. Because I think people look for the deepest meaning of the question, but they don't know how to address it, so they just ask the easiest question that comes into their mind. And maybe if I just say the first question, you'll understand what I'm meaning. How do I have sex? <laughs> this is like the first most Googled question, and it's not only 
coming from 16-year-old girls. It's like ageless question. How do I have sex? Okay, so I feel all of a sudden like a sex teacher, <laughs> which is not part of my career. You path. can go. No, you can go <laughs> philosophical about it because I really feel that people who ask this question don't really look for methodological one to three steps uh, or they might because you know part of uh, exploring sexuality also requires what happens in sex how do i have it how do i you know make the best of it and i think uh, in terms of positions kama sutra still rocks <laughs> as the number one go to <laughs> book <laughs> in terms of how to but i think there's a lot of confusion in sex Exactly. In my years of exploring professionally sexuality because I have done that in my career path. I think it's it's overlapping the dynamic with men or women, you know, actual sex positions and how do you technically do it. And also the chemistry that kind of melts everything and, you know, confuses us even more. And one of the things that I think it's very important that I've learned from sexuality is and I'm going to come back to the answer my own answer a bit is unwrapping or it's it's separating sexual energy of sex and they're two different things sex is the language that we use to communicate with one another our sexual energy or sexual drive but we have a sexual energy and i think the philosophical answer to that that's connected more to your sexual energy than to sex positions is how you truly feel how do i have sex is how you truly feel or at least that would be the answer of a woman who's free in her own skin comfortable in her own sexuality and knowing herself it takes a path and a process I don't think I had sex in my life at the beginning as I felt. You know, I was lucky to to meet my first long-standing relationship that ended up in a marriage and a divorce. <laughs> But you know, with a man that I truly love and I had a lot of chemistry and this is how my significant sexual life started. But even then, although I had the chemistry, I wasn't truly tapping into how I was feeling in how I have sex, in you know, how I do sex. I was more conditioned in my mind that it has to look a certain way. When I read this question, you know what came into my mind? I never Google, not that I never googled when I was young and I was really asking myself that question. I never asked anybody. I didn't have the courage to ask my mom because it's a basic question I imagine you ask yourself or ask Google in today's world when you are young and you are really curious about it and you didn't really have the experience and what you do you now you google it when we were young we did not have google but i think even today it's important at a point to ask somebody not to google it because the depth of the answer is different can you imagine that 2000 years ago or i don't know even more there was I don't know if it's 2000 years. I don't know the date, but there was a time in China where uh, during the yellow emperor in China where sex was part of medicine and you would um 
prescribe sex positions to heal different health issues in the in the body. So a woman or a man would go to the healer and if they would have, I don't know, issues with their gallbladder or liver stuckness, fatigue in the, in the liver, they would be prescribed sex positions that would heal those dysfunctions because Chinese knew that sexual energy was life force energy and if you know through sex you can tap into the whole body from inside out through the position because it's actually sex is actually an internal massage of the whole body that's why it's so amazingly pleasurable and release that stuckness or that blockage in the energetic lines of the body so can you imagine how far we have gone <laughs> from you know, we have just the other way around. Yeah, primitive. <laughs> primitive. <laughs> Gone backwards. <laughs> exactly. But what would you ask, answer if your baby girl, someday she will ask you this question. What would you answer? How do I have sex? Yeah. Well, I would literally uh, probably uh, take Kama Sutra book and give her a, a technical expose <laughs> of the positions <laughs> in which she can have sex because that's a technical Yeah answer and then i would actually say that sex is the meeting of two beings in deep intimacy that should include body emotions and soul it's just how she will meet herself on a body level on her emotional level and her soul level as a woman And I would start a conversation that would initiate her in her own relationship with her own sexuality. I think you just answered the second most Google question, which is, what is sex? Yes, I just <laughs> did. Actually, I'm very excited about that moment in time when my uh, daughter, I have this fantasy. I don't, I don't know if that's going to be how it's actually going to be, but I have this fantasy that my my teenage daughter after being initiated you know in her own sexuality will be able to say mom i'm ready to have sex with my boyfriend and you know i'll have a meeting with both of them actually giving the great secrets <laughs> that's my fantasy i don't know if that's actually gonna be played out that way but we have 15 more years to go to see or 12 or whatever my fantasy is to have i feel like i will have a baby boy i just feel it and my fantasy is to turn him into the most extraordinary man in this world <laughs> the so, best lover uh, the best warrior the best lover the best everything uh the third question i think you've just answered what is sex so i will jump to the third question which is a good place to start a very subtle exploration because that question is what does sex feel like well it can feel uh, from good or bad good or bad yeah <laughs> It can feel uh, from anywhere from frustration <laughs> and pain to ecstatic and free and liberating and deeply alivening. I think anywhere from those two extremes uh, and everything in between. It can feel boring, it can feel frustrating or overwhelming. I think one of the most amazing moments uh, were when my heart just opened so deeply that I was just overwhelmed by what I was feeling. It happened in deep intimate relationships. It didn't happen in, in sexual encounters, whether they were tantrical, like in a sacred environment or just, you know, explorational. 
but I think uh, it can be truly, truly amazing. I highly recommend it. <laughs> I highly recommend having extraordinary sex.、Uh, uh, I will come with a, a with an, uh, a three one question, and I will stick to the extraordinary version of the what is sex. I was having a chat to chit chat with a friend. We were just bored coming from a wedding yesterday evening, and I don't even know how it. Came up in the conversation because I'm anything but not the best sex coach in the world. But I just said I don't know. I don't remember even how. I just said these words: full body orgasm. <laughs> And he was like, "What is that? Yeah, what、Can、does that mean?" Can you tell me more about it?、Mm. And he was like mesmerized. And I think. That's a good way of just taking this basic question and going in a more, the more extraordinary possibilities. Well, full body orgasm. For those who don't know the concept or haven't really fully experienced it, what does it mean? Is is a huge shift in how we relate to sex from the West to the East worldwide? Because the Western culture talks about sex in a very physical way. So it's it's a twenty minute, one hour. Sex encounter where you use the Kama Sutra positions, hopefully, and、uh, you know that would be good. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the good version. And、um, the man ejaculates, and then hopefully the woman had some pleasure, some orgasm. Full body orgasm is an energetic experience. That's first and foremost. And now we're heading towards East in China or India, where sexuality was sacred and was revered. And it was known as sexual energy, sexual life force energy. So the human body wasn't just a physical body; it had an energetic component to it. And men and women were meeting in those energies and allowing those energies to dance. And they were opening their energy bodies to one another and allowing that flow of energy to meet one another through the physical encounter. And you know there are different rituals and practices and exercises that can support you into opening yourself on an energetic level. Full body orgasm, especially for women, because women are the ones who are channeling this energy, and men are just like you know tapping into it through the woman, although they can have it on their own too. But with much more practice, so I definitely recommend a woman. <laughs> a woman <laughs> is actually. Having your energetic channels so cleared up that your sexual energy, your life force energy, is able to freely flow and be fluid in all your sex centers, which is your seven chakras and all your energy lines, which are your meridians. So you feel this energy gathering, 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 and moving through all of your body until your mind literally goes numb. And you're like bridging this unknown territory psychically or as a perspective, and you're you're melting into energy. So you're losing boundaries of your identity. You're melting into energy. You're having this deep liberation, and then slowly, gradually, after the energy has been released, you're coming back to your senses, your identity, your physical body. It's one of the most freeing up experiences one can actually live while here on Earth. The question my friend asked 
was that can you learn it by yourself at home watching YouTube tutorials? There's not so much YouTube tutorials no, they aren't. I, I on how to practice sacred can, sexuality. Yes, he googled <laughs> it the whole night and in the morning he told me I couldn't find shit on the internet Yeah, about you that. have a lot of porn and you have a lot of technical ways and in which to strange things which are not that. Yeah. I mean, you have to experience it because in sacred sexuality, which can lead to full body orgasm, you have to meet your soul. And that's a spiritual journey. So it's not about technical positions or physicality. It's about the unseen and what lies beyond. So yes, you can experience it on your own. And actually in connection with your sexual energy and on the path of exploring your sexuality, you'll find it that you'll have stages where you don't want to have sex with somebody and you can still reach this ecstatic experiences. But most of the times it comes through a guide or an initiation of a sort. And it's the healthy way and you'd better find somebody who can lead There are shadows in the, in the Tantri community as well. I don't... Healthy is a very... Yeah, you we know, don't do recommendations. High-level <laughs> high <Yeah>. word. <laughs> healthy is very high-level word. But it's, it's, it's meeting you in your wholeness, which is, yes, healthy and fulfilling. Okay. The fourth question is actually very fun. How can I have a sex dream? Oh, I don't think you have to do anything about that. You just have to have it. <laughs> I don't, you just have to let go of any fear, shame, or, you know, whatever constriction you have and open to the possibility of having a sex dream. That's and not easy, releasing shame and... Uh, it's, it's, it's not, not, but it's not easy. I don't think it's very hard to have a sex dream. I think you just have to open yourself up to the possibility and deeply enjoy it while you have it. It's <laughs> not That's very, my recommendation. It's not it. very clear if it, the question is about uh, having a night dream or a daydream. I, I mean... Yes, I, I understand. Think it's a question of fantasy in the middle, allowing yourself to, allowing your mind to vendor. I think that's the easiest. Uh, and I think it's, uh, well, if you're having a sex dream, most of the times there's pumped up sexual energy that hasn't been released and your psyche is trying yeah. to do that work for you because we have this regulating system. And I think that's a very powerful, healthy way to deal with your sexual energy. If you're drifting in a daydream towards a sexual fantasy, then you're just having your own prelude. So that's good too. I don't know. I'm not a sex teacher, so <laughs> these are very confusing <laughs> questions for me. Uh, everybody's confused. That's why people Google this. I wonder what Google says about that. Like, what's the answer? But anyway. We can ask Siri. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, okay. How can I have good sex? It's the fifth question, but I think you kind of like answered it. My way of good sex anyway, uh, knowing your body. Start with that. It really is a very solo experience parallel to a twosome experience or threesome experience, whatever, you know, you're drawn to. But really know your body, know your sexual energy, massage your body, tap into your body, touch your body, touch your sexual areas, touch your breast as a woman. You know, just touching, a lot of touching, experimenting, exploring. Sensuality Masterclass, again, it's a very good start because we're leading, tapping into It's the, a healthy way of looking into way. it. Yeah. How do I kiss? So Sixth practice. <laughs> How do I kiss? Practice makes a kiss perfect. <laughs> 
practice makes a kiss perfect and funny enough if you're ashamed to actually ask your lover if you're a good kisser then you can do it with a friend and allow the feedback to sink in <laughs> i definitely recommend kissing practice because kissing is amazing if it's done bad it really it's you know, like a big it's, turn it's, off it's a big turn off <laughs> but basically use your tongue <laughs> not only not only okay <laughs> Okay, the seventh question, why does sex feel good? Well, I have the spiritual answer, which is it's an internal orgasm. It's an internal massage of all the organs in the body. And when the penis penetrates the vagina, even that just that that motion is connected to all the organs in the body. We have reflexotherapy <laughs> pressure points in the penis and the testicles and also the womb and the vagina that are linked to all the organs so it feels good because it's a very profound inner massage of the whole body which takes me to the eighth question which is why does it hurt when i have sex no i'm overlapping no. them I'm okay. overlapping them. <laughs> no, she's not right. That's the ninth question. The eighth question is how many colors do you burn during sex? Which is basically, I don't know, but... <laughs> it depends. But I was jumping to the ninth question because it's kind of related to why uh, does sex feel good? Because you mentioned the possibility of feeling like the healthy way which obviously sends me to the possibility of feeling pain. Yes, and we can feel pain for many reasons. One is the prelude is not well done and there's friction and frigidity in the process on both ends. So it's like the woman can really fully open up and feel relaxed and her juices are not flowing, so that's painful on a physical body then there can be pain that's actually psychic, emotional, or energetic pain that's stuck and constricted in the physical or energetic body that's coming from trauma or intimacy issues. And when you open up into sex, they show up because they need to be processed and healed. So it can be very painful and very hurtful because you're just opened up and you're very vulnerable and everything that needs to be healed and cleaned inside and outside is surfacing. That's why it's a very intimate process and it should be met by your partner with grace and compassion. It also can be painful because you're not in alignment with your desire, your soul, your intuition and you're having sex with the wrong man or you're having sex with no connection to your heart and your soul and that can really be a self-betrayal and a very painful experience. You know that it happened to me and not only to me because even men friends tell me they had this experience. Even if the process is not necessarily painful, it happened to me to just feel horrible the next day. It's like completely lacking energy and I think it's a sign also. You don't necessarily have to feel pain during sex, but you can feel bad the next day and it's probably kind of the same thing and i thought it was a woman thing but it happens the same with men my acupuncturist actually told me once that if women were to live one day in the body of a man 
they will be like really astonished about the disconnection between the head and the womb and if men were to live one day in the body of a woman they will be like completely blown to blown pieces blown to pieces the abundance of emotions it would be like really too much for them to handle okay and we got to the seventh question which is how long does sex last well it can last from two minutes <laughs> To a whole weekend, I think. But you know, it's it literally is from west to east. Eat, <laughs> just be sure to eat something if it lasts a weekend. Well, a weekend it's not just really literally having sex the whole you know forty eight hours, but it's 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 a process of of understanding sex from the east perspective, India and Asia, and understanding sex from the west perspective. And in the west, we have sex uh, like a fast food thing. The famous quickie. Yeah, the famous quickie, which are fun. If they're met by their competitor, which is long <laughs> journeying a into a marathon, long journeying into, into intimacy. And in the East, you know, the bodies are revered and there are channels for the sexual energy and for the soul to descend into the physical experience. So it, it's the peaks and the valleys of pleasure and bonding and intimacy and you know seeing each other and connecting eye to eye opening our hearts ritualizing our sexual encounter massaging our body fully with no objective not trying to have orgasm just really dive into pleasure through your senses and you know chocolate rituals and pleasure life desire you know And that opens up the body and it, it allows the chemistry to, to really be alive. And then you, you're just having sexual encounters and breaks and love and talk and sexual encounters and breaks and love. And you'll find that the sexual energy can gather to a high new level of intensity more and more during that marathon. What I discovered, what I noticed, in fact, is that for me, the real game changer was opening up to vulnerability and discovering my healthy limits. I know it's not related to the how long does it last. I was just moving uh, beyond the question. Because I think these questions were meant just to be a, a trigger and a fun way of addressing more important issues. And uh, the sacred space, just going to the sacred space was key to me to find what's healthy for me because there is the place where you find the answers and the truth. Yeah, and it really is about meditating with your heart and you know having a question in mind should i allow myself to open up to this man tonight how much where are my boundaries and your heart will tell you because it's connected to your soul and then you're like mapping your own sexual territory and guiding your man into that sexual territory and if you honor your limits then you will open up to new heights and new peaks yeah we just you have to be a little bit patient because it's not yeah. an overnight process And the second game changer was in relation to allowing myself to be vulnerable was working with inner girl and learning how to make her feel safe mm. because she was the one who felt unsafe 
for me the game changer was uh, stop waiting for the perfect man to come along and uh, initiate me into the orgasm of a lifetime oh that well that as well <laughs> and stop having expectations from men that was a game changer for me and it it, it played out in the sexual uh, relationship with men but also in in relationships in general and the second game changer was really trusting my body i still have a lot to work on if you can imagine and i have done a lot of work around my sexuality for years now but i still have a lot of work to do in terms of feeling you know when is the right time to have sex and when is the right time not to have sex because for me now through my tantric practice and all the feminine energy that i've cultivated sex it really is an encounter on a soul and it's not necessarily an encounter with the soul of the man as it is a particular type of encounter with my own soul and not all the time i'm you know open already or uh have the willingness to go at that intimate level with myself and the man is just a reflection of that yeah if you have questions or curiosities or the 11th or the 12th or the 13th question about sex and sexuality just keep on sending your questions and also we are really looking forward because we are receiving a lot of questions involving stories involving cheating and we really were thinking about doing a podcast on cheating so if you have questions or even stories you want to share about that well miss demystify cheating we're not talking about cheating we're going to actually unlock the hidden gift of the label called cheating so your stories will really be well received and honored and they will be anonymous if you want to so you're free totally to share it with us in a sacred space thank you one i think that's a wrap for today thank see you, you on everybody. the next episode yes <laughs>